everyone, and welcome to another Scots Wayhey podcast. And today I'm joined by Francis MacDonald and Ross Ryan, who are both artists who have an exhibition coming up at the Scottish Gallery in Edinburgh called A Family Affair, and there's good reason for that. So perhaps, Ross, you can explain about the exhibition. Uh, so this is my second time round this year. Um, so... This show, uh, which opened two weeks ago, is, is, is actually Mum's show that was planned. And uh, my solo show opened um, in April, just as lockdown was kicking in. So it was um, some big changes there. One being that people couldn't come into the gallery, which is quite important. Uh, so it all got moved online and we all adjusted and did what we could and made the best of it. Uh, and then mum said she would, well, she kindly helped out and said that I could have some of my works at her show later on in the year. And I guess we were kind of hoping that no one really knew back in April, but you thought like six, seven months down the line that we'd people be able, more people would be able to go in. But still restrictions, but some people can go in. So... No, it's been good. So, Francis, this was to be your solo show. Um, what were what were your plans for the show and what were the kind of themes that you were wanting to look at in your painting? Um, well, I'm usually on the West Coast, as you've probably seen, up, um, you know, Iona and down the Mullican Tower, maybe some other islands, but this year, not so. Mainly down the Mullican Tower, so Ronakin, down Kintara Coast, and a few of Iona and around Crinan and down to Loch Sween, you know, areas that I could get to. I mean, sometimes I've got paintings of France or Italy if I've managed to get away, but this year, nothing no. like that. So it's a really Scottish show. And um, it worked out quite well, Ross taking a few spaces. I did manage to get 39 paintings done, but with him doing a few extra, I might've had to do 50 otherwise. <laughs> you know, so, so I managed to get out of that wee bit. So that was good. And Ross, when you became involved in the show, did you think that you would have to kind of match the themes or was it, were you always going to have your own, because you've got different styles, so were you always going to mm. have your own ideas? Yeah, I think we're both, you know, the, there's never any form of a theme set. Uh, certainly we haven't had that from the Scottish galleries. So they do let you get on with what you want to do. And, you know, we've been around each other's work since I can remember in and out of each other's studios and talking about it. So yeah, it was, it was, the big difference was that the, the works would be hung together in a lovely big space, like at the Scottish gallery. And I'm still keen that I can maybe get up to see it this time round. Is the, do you, I mean, the exhibition's on, I think to the 23rd of December. Um, is, the is the gallery going to be open at all? Yes, yeah, so they're working on um, by appointment, um, so three days a week, and um, which which is quite nice. So that means you know if you if you turned up for an exhibition on a uh, an opening, say a preview, you know you might have a hundred or two hundred folk there, and it's hard to see the hard to see the works. Though it's a good party, yeah. But uh, with smaller numbers going. Um, to look at and having the whole space to themselves. I think that probably works quite well. Yeah. So, um, Francis, you mentioned 
um, the areas that you've been mainly painting, and you're based in Argyll, based in Crinan, and that area has really become well known as a kind of haven for artists. Could you maybe explain why that is, in your opinion? Well, I think, I mean, it's, there's so much to paint for a start. I mean, it's amazing. And uh, I think, I don't know why so many of them come. I mean, around Ardfern and Kilmartin, there's a lot of young people come and maybe, you know, they just have time to paint, you know, because there's not so much going on. I mean, there's, there's plenty, but I mean, I think probably... You know, people, and then, you know, they see other people getting down to work and they get tempted. And, you know, before you know it, there are quite a few of them working. So there's been, you know, it's been a tradition here. I mean, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I've been, you know, most of my life, you know, associated with Argyle. My mother's from Melbourne, my grandmother's from Arto, all the usual stuff, another granny from Tarbert. So I've been in this area, although, well, you know, after I started school in Tarbert and then moved to Greenock, so I've always been West Coast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, I don't know why they all come to this area, apart from the fact there's, you know, if you want to paint outside, it's all there, but... There are people doing much more complex things and nothing to do with the scenery, but they still seem to settle in Argyle. It's really nice. Quite a community. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I think that idea sometimes of a community happens with other arts as well, but people kind of say, well, there must be something going on there, so maybe that's a, a place to be, and it does seem that Argyle has that about it. Yeah, no, it's really great, and we've encouraged it at the hotel, and we've got a gallery that you can have an exhibition in and we've got, um, you know, um, all the rooms are dedicated to Scottish artists. So I'm pushing the art as much as possible. Not then they're, they're not all dedicated to me. <laughs> Ross is one room and I've got one room, but we've got Archie Forrest and, you know, the schoolers and a lot of well-known artists showing Gordon Mitchell. I mean, they have room, they've got their original artwork in it and their name on the door. So, I mean, I'm trying, you know, like everybody else to, I'm encouraging more artists to come here. I think it's wonderful. Well, I mean, I've been lucky enough to be to the gallery space at the top of the hotel. Yeah. The hotel. I um, hope you were at a party there, were you? I'm sure I have been at a party <laughs> one, at least. But uh, the, the, the space is incredible. And also just the views are incredible. It's a very special part of the world for that alone. Yes, I think, I mean, we're in the looking, there are very few places you can stand at that height looking right around you, you know, the canal and out to Jura and you can see Mal there. I mean, it's, it is it's incredible. You know, so there you go. I'm glad you got on the puffer. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Ross, how did you, how do you approach your painting? And does the area inspire you in the same way? Or are you looking at different things? Yes, no, it, it, it does. I mean, I've been away a lot painting as well. So I've really just kind of been home four years or so, Berlin four or five years. You. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a painting of Berlin behind just oh, now. But so I was out there for four winters and then Spain for another four winters. So I, I kind of, I quite like to work on a, on a theme. So when I was in Germany, it was, I was curious of <clears throat> the kind of nightlife in Berlin in respects of uh, what was going out on in the streets at night and all the graffiti artists out. So I would just go and record that as a landscape artist. Uh, but I guess as Hart's always been on the West Coast. So coming back here, um, it wasn't a difficult thing to 
uh, choose and, and what and what I'll be painting here. And the link with the boats as well and um, being out in and around the islands is, it seems pretty natural and comfortable to, to be doing that. So that's what we're working on just now anyway. It seems quite a, a, an extreme, isn't it, to go from the nightlight from Berlin to perhaps the fishing boats and whatever around about our guy. Yeah. yeah. No, it was uh, the kind of, you know, I was in and out all the old squats and stuff, and it was pretty interesting. I, my attraction was all the lights and, and how some of us still kind of alive and jumping at night, whereas here it's very, very dark. So it was, yeah, what wasn't in Crinan was the attraction. And then, but it picked up um, the kind of discipline and <clears throat> so every night I would head out painting in, in Berlin and then I kind of ad adopted that when I've got back to, to Crinan and been outside. So I do generally do most of the work in situ and that's been my kind of benchmark really. And in terms of how you work, do you work in very different ways, Francis? I mean, how would you approach the blank canvas, so to speak? Well, I just, uh, you know, when I'm, you know, if I'm working outside, I just conk it there on easel and go straight on. I don't draw, I don't sketch on it. I just, I use a palette knife, so I go straight in with palette knife and that's it. Hope for the best. And, uh, you know, as long as I can see my horizon, I can pretty well know what it's going to be like. So I can do that. And uh, whereas Ross likes to tie himself to the mast on the boat and go out in a gale, I have to pick a day that's quite good because otherwise, you know, I'm not going to be able to work. You know, he likes all that mess. Whereas with a palette knife and, you know, standing there on the beach, I'm not really too keen on the gale coming along. But uh, so I pick a better day usually. And then if I start a 16 by 18 inches, we have to translate that into centimeters. But anyway, 16, I'm sort of moderate size. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I go back to studio and I maybe work something quite a bit bigger from that. So that's how I do it. Completely different to Ross's approach when he just goes off on the boat or, I mean, sometimes you're on the beach, aren't you, Ross? Mm, yeah, because it's so beautiful. I mean, I I prefer to work paint in the winter, I think, in the summer when it's, if you're out in Iona, it's so idyllic. Yeah. You just want to look at it, really, rather than get stressed out trying to paint it. Whereas mum enjoys all those kind of viridians and um, turquoises and lovely blues. So, yeah, I quite like a gale to kind of push you through the work. The kind of a more stormy aspect. It sounds as though if you're painting when you're actually on the water, then that does sound as though it's going to lend itself to that. Yeah, it's good. Your your studio's moving. Lots of things are going on. Accidents happen, which become part of your work, and sometimes you try and recreate them again. So I do know that sometimes artists don't particularly like to explain their own work. So I thought what I would do is get you to explain each other's work or describe each other's work, if you wouldn't mind that. Francis, how would you describe Ross's work? Right. Well, I, I mean, some of my favorites of his, funny enough, we're talking about Berlin, were the graffiti ones. They were amazing. You know, all these fabulous, uh, it was mainly black and white, of course. I was quite like that. And um, so the graffiti, a lot of strong line and a lot of really definite lines there. And, um, the ones now, and then you did, I mean, then you're in the Galapagos. So, and there, that started off with a lot of fish. So, so there was a lot of blue and a lot of undersea and um, 
that sort of thing. So that was interesting. But um, I think now with these seascapes um, hanging onto the boat and you can see, you can feel as if you're at sea or you're going, or you can feel as if you're going round Arden American Point on a bad day when you look at one of his paintings <laughs> and you're glad you're not there. <laughs> That's me at any rate. And Barra, you know, heading off to Barra across the Minch, he'd be really happy tossing around on the scarp and I might get the ferry for that bit. But then I'd find him on the boat in Barra. And I mean, it's not that I'm frightened of being at sea because I worked with a shipping line for three years. So I'm used to being tossed around in the Bay of Biscay and out to Cape Town and stuff. But it's just, um, you know, as far as taking all my art stuff on the boat, I think I prefer, I have painted in the last few years, a few paintings on the scarf, and, uh, but mainly when she's anchored nice and calmly somewhere. But uh, no, I think Rossi's work is stormy and um, it's just like sort of very definite, you know, there's no question of trying to think what you do. You do it just looks if he's just got on with it and the weather's maybe taken control and it's got messier and stormier looking. That's what I think. Excellent. I hope that's right. I might get into trouble after this. Oh, I don't want either of you to get into trouble. <laughs> Charles, your uh, boat, Ross, which is based in Crinan. Mm. Yeah, so uh, well, you might have seen it if you've been up, uh, mm. but it's, yeah, it's an old... Beautiful it, boat. It was, it, yeah, it was mum and dad's boat, and I've kind of taken it on. And, yeah, it's an old uh, herring fishing boat, so that's become a kind of studio at the same time. And uh, it's introduced me to all the things that are, are dear in respect of landscape and the people on the islands and all the chance encounters and... Yeah, no, I'm very fortunate to have it. And we, you know, spend a lot of time cleaning it up and working on it. And she does charters in the summer. Yeah. So it works quite well. The times were out. Maybe not be so interested at painting when the, the light is high and there's lots, you know, you know, waiting for the waiting for the winter when the guests aren't on it. So it works yeah. quite good. And the same question to you, if you don't mind, how would you describe your mum's uh, work? I think predominantly the word would be strong uh like very strong so if you're there's no doubt about it i was quite anxious at hanging uh, my work alongside hers because it's very primary thick paint it's classic style and it looks to some folk it might look like they could maybe replicate it when people maybe look at like a jackson pollock or yeah. other forms of of um pop art or, or kind of conceptual art, but the way it looks easy is a difficult bit. And I can assure you, I've tried palette knife. It is not straightforward. It, is, um, it can all go purple and brown. You know, you're laying mm. thick paint, you know, five mil paint onto five mil paint and keeping that edge clean and charging your palette all the time. So mum definitely makes it look easy and um, she has become like a master of her environment, particularly up in Iona, yeah. where she probably doesn't really even need to um, look at the landscape that much. She can make decisions or she can make decisions as the tides to be in or the tides to be out because she knows that space well. And yeah, and perhaps that's something that happens to artists the more you do it, that you maybe don't need to 
stray so far, you know, like Joan Ardley became very, very interested in uh, Catterline and was doing less portrait painting. Yeah. You know, towards the end of her life, she was really into that one spot. And I think mom has that link to Iona and, you know, I, I don't know anyone else who, who can have such good results. So yeah, no, it's, it's, it's impressive stuff. Hopefully we'll pick up some of the tips along the way. <laughs> I'm watching. <laughs> Francis, how did you become an artist in the first place? Was it art school or was there another way that you went? Um, Well, yeah, no, it wasn't art school. No, I had always been able to draw. That was the first thing. So instead of reading or something when I was little, I'd probably end up drawing. And um, so I was always drawing and I was really encouraged to do that. And um, however, when it came to the crunch of going to art school, there was total resistance at home because Mm. I'd a cousin who was completely wild at Edinburgh and I won't mention any names, but anyway, um, so my parents were sort of up in arms and uh, I thought, well, the other thing I want to do is travel. And that was my grandmother, believe it or not, was at sea. I mean, can you imagine that generation with City Line? And uh, she was at sea for about 20 years and um, going all around the world. And my aunt joined her for three years. So they were quite adventurous. And I thought, well, I'd heard all the stories and seen pictures of um, Bombay or it's now Mumbai and everything, you know, and uh, stuff they brought back. And I thought, yeah, I've got to get to sea. And then when I started finding out about it, I found out it was quite difficult to get a job at sea, um, the sort you might want. And, you know, as an officer rather than, you know, just maybe making up beds all day. <laughs> so then I did a nursing training at Edinburgh Royal and then I found you had to be a midwife, so I did a midwifery at Simpsons, and then a year in the operating theatre, so you needed a lot of qualifications. By the time I'd done all that, I got a really super job, and that was it off to sea um, for three years, and um, which is great, because I did get a chance all that time when I was nursing, whatever, to paint. I had an easel up in my room in the nurse's home, trying to avoid it with my white apron, and selling stuff to, you know, just for pin money. And I did the same at sea. And um, then when I came to Crinan, of course, I had a lot more time on my hands. Here I was in the country, having had a very exciting life. <laughs> and uh, Nick was running the hotel. And I was basically doing the flower arranging. So I had more time to really get down because I had to find something definite to do. So I really sort of threw myself into it. And I was quite lucky. I'd, um, there's a lady in the next village at Aknamara who showed at the Scottish Gallery and um, not the Scottish Gallery, the Royal, the RSA, you know, their exhibitions. And she said, look, why didn't I take something through? So the local joiner hacked together a frame, Ronnie Gilbert, you've maybe met Ronnie. He works in the boatyard. Oh, yes, so, yes. But anyway, Ronnie hacked together a frame and I did a painting looking out the window at Crinan, you know, just across to the dummy lock. And uh, my God, it got in. So I thought, here I am, an artist. So having had a painting through there, I thought this is the way to go. So after that, you know, I just kept at it. And the more I exhibited in, um, you know, open exhibitions, the more chance you got to show in um, galleries and you work your way up and eventually you get to Scottish Gallery and you think, well, that's great. (laughs) So that was it really. And what about you, Ross? How did you, um, I mean, obviously you, it was in the family, but uh, how did you start to think, yeah, this is what I want to do? Well, 
I found it it was quite an easy decision because the, none of the other subjects had any strength at all. <laughs> so that helped. <laughs> I could draw all right, and I enjoyed it, more importantly. And um, I could steer boats. So <laughs> I basically stuck to my initial, the two things I could do when I was at school. So, yeah, and obviously it was it was all around me growing up as well. And and dad, you know, I haven't really mentioned, but he had a real keen eye for art as well. And he was uh, really artistic in his own manner, mm -hmm. uh, the way he presented food and um, his, I, you know, his um, ideas were wild and very original. So, you know, he had it in a, in a different way. And maybe if he had been, um, had more of an opportunity to have a brush or a chisel, we might have seen stuff coming from dad. So yeah, so there was the, there was a the good energy around to do it, which it made it easy for me to go to art school. Like mum and dad, I also when I was sixteen, I I wanted to go to sea before you know even thinking of going to art school. Just the idea of being on the ocean swell and hearing all their stories about their life at sea. So it was I was like, that sounds good. Yeah. But uh, it was actually one of the only things that did discourage me off was doing that just because um, they said, you know, that that whole industry had changed. It wasn't a, it wasn't the golden age of travel anymore. It was much more about a cruise holiday. And mm. so I'm sure I would have still enjoyed it. <laughs> so I went to art school and then came out and um, carried on painting had a couple of shows afterwards so it was little stepping stones but i kind of been doing it ever since really full time mixed in with doing boat trips so i mean it sounds like almost your year has become split into the winter of art and, and the summer of on the sea boats is that a, a kind of a rough edge? yeah it does because like i was saying earlier on i'm i'm not really drawn to the painting when it's all looking so perfect because, you know, in the summer, the sun is pretty high. Sure. Uh, so you don't get the dramatic shadowing, which I like, how you can get the sun on the water and then a black island in the winter. And it's, um, you know, the, the scenery around here is, you know, in the winter is really Turner-esque. It's definitely energetic. And um, you've got to be quick to try and capture. And even then, you're only recording a a very small amount of like this epic scene going on so um yeah and um obviously you see the exhibition is on at the moment but with everyone being locked down as we have been or at least they're not going anywhere have you been more prolific or have you found it difficult to get because you've not been maybe out as much i don't know how's your kind of year been francis well it's been uh there's been a lot of paperwork for the hotel. <laughs> no yeah. guests, lots of paperwork. You know, working out how to get through a year with no guests. Yeah. So that has been really hard work, you know. On a, but, you know, usually if I can do that in the morning and then by the afternoon or the early evening, I've been thinking, or head for the studio. And uh, it's actually worked out quite well because you really had a feeling, I really had a feeling of, thank God I don't have to look at... <laughs> any more paperwork or, you know, talk about money anymore or lack of it coming in, you know, or what do we do with the hotel? Do we get guests in, you know, do we, 
you know, have something. We have, I don't know if you've been out, we've got a lovely tent on the patio. Yes, yes. It's like a, have you seen it? It's like yes. a sail with, you know. So we've been able to do things, but it's been a real relief to get to studio. So I find it really easy to paint this year. I just got there and that was it, you know, and I really enjoyed it. So um, I think um, I'm getting a bit like everybody else with lockdown. Yeah. And I've no more, I'm trying to think where am I showing next? I need to, you know, keep momentum going, even though it's winter now. I can't sit down and think, well, I'm going to sit here and wait till we get back in business down in the hotel, you know. So I, I will keep painting. So I might have some stormy ones to, uh, you know, competition from my son, who knows. <laughs> and Rose, what about you? What about, how's things been with you? It's been extremely busy. Um which it normally is anyway. So I would have had a journey out of started doing the charters on the boat at the uh, beginning of April through to the end of October. Uh, but obviously the first four months were about a write-off. So took advantage we, um, of the time and did a lot of extra work on the boat. So during the winter last year, we had taken the roof off the boat, so to speak, and we maybe took off a bit more than we could chew. So there was a few silver linings in the respect that another four months of work could be put into the boat and do jobs that you wouldn't have done aboard. So she's actually got younger almost the boat and um, yeah, looking pretty good now and ready for um, an early start next year, which I'm heading off on a big trip in April to try and go around Scotland and, uh, start building a kind of uh, series of work for the next exhibition. So um, yeah, it was um, it was a difficult time in respects of the um, knowing where it's all going to end up as for everybody. Um, but the time that was available was certainly used up. And but were we, but were we able to can paint new things or do you have? Um, a, are you just concentrating on the exhibition that has been? Uh, well, when, for the show, I did a few new ones for the, the show that's on at the moment. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was really mum's show. So I, I did about um, 10, 12 new works for it and a bit smaller because I still had works from the previous exhibition in March. Um, but there, there wasn't much painting this summer, but it was every day down at the boat, sanding and painting and scraping. <laughs> well, sorry. Well, Francis no, and Ross, I'd just like to say thank you very much indeed uh, for chatting to me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Well, thank you. Nice to talk to you too. Elsa. Nice to meet you and hear about the puffer, you know. Oh, the Vic 32. People won't know about the puffer. I, sh is. I should say to the people listening that um, I know Crinan fairly well, where we're both based, because I... Every year I cook on the Vic 32, which is one of the last puffers. In fact, the only puffer which is on the water and takes passengers. And it's, I do, I mean, I am in love with Crinan in general. It's, I didn't know the area before I got involved. It's such a beautiful area. And I can really understand why artists are drawn to it because it's, it's, it's kind of a little hidden part of Scotland if you don't know it, particularly Crinan. And in that way, it's just such a joy to discover. Great, well, come back up. Come out for a run on the scarf when you get a break in the galley. 
I'm looking forward to it, believe you me. Yeah. <laughs> and I should say that the exhibition is A Family Affair, Francis MacDonald and Ross Ryan, and it's on at the Scottish Gallery in Edinburgh to the 23rd of December. And we will be back soon with someone completely different. Cheers. Mm -hmm.